The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So we'll begin again with the chant, the suffusion with the divine abidings. I will abide pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with loving kindness, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below around and everywhere, and to all as to myself. I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with loving kindness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. I will abide pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with compassion, likewise the second, the third, Likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with compassion, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. I will abide pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with gladness, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with gladness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. I will abide, 
pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with equanimity, likewise a second, likewise a third, likewise a fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with equanimity, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, with and without ill will. Tonight we practice contemplating, tuning in to the emotion of equanimity. So in the most simple way, not expecting the body to be different than it is right now. Knowing, of course, that sometimes the body is relatively pleasant, Other times, the experience of the body, a sensation is unpleasant. And tonight, at this time, it's like this. And we're not expecting the body to make us happy or to fulfill us. Instead, we're tuning into the peace of not needing the body to be different than it is right now. The peaceful feeling of equanimity that knows that the body's like this and knows how to be content, to be at ease with the way it is here, sitting is like this. Same with the mind. Sometimes the mind is light and happy. Sometimes the mind is dark and heavy. And we allow the mind to have its particular weather that it has any particular time. Sometimes bright, sometimes foggy, sometimes light, sometimes heavy. We're not feeling like imagine open 
to this place of not being dependent on how the body and mind is right now. Instead, there can be this understanding that the body's like this, the mind is being known and it's like this, that sometimes it's like this in the body and mind. And in a way we intentionally give permission for the body and for the mind to be the way they are and to keep changing, becoming whatever they're going to be next. We're allowing the nature of the body to be the nature of the body and the nature, the changing nature of the mind to be what that is. And see that as a kind of enlivened peace. This dispassion, this equanimity with the body and the mind is a kind of love that allows the heart to be close knowing that the body and mind are naturally expressing so many different causes and conditions. In the same way, we can just sense all the different people in the room with us tonight. And a lot of the folks here in the room we don't necessarily know well, we might not even remember what they look like exactly. But knowing what it is to be human, we know that everybody here is living their life, the twists and turns, the highs and lows, and in a real sense doing the best they can, but still going through difficult times, going through pleasant, happy times. It's possible right now to learn to rest in this emotion, this beautiful emotion of equanimity as we just sense the people in the room. Or you could even bring a particular person to mind if that's easier knowing that their happiness or unhappiness arises due to so many different causes and conditions, not really dependent on my good wishes for them, my kindness or compassion for them. But still, it's beautiful to open our hearts, knowing that there are all these people here constantly moving in and out of happy and unhappy and more neutral times, always navigating the twists and turns of their lives. It's possible to really love them in the sense of showing up and being present and feeling what we feel as we sense them here. But knowing that their happiness and unhappiness is not our responsibility. 
We see our responsibility as this willingness to be close, this willingness to be touched by the joys and sorrows, our own and others, to not be afraid of this whole dynamic of people moving through states of happiness and unhappiness, success, failure, privilege, oppression, praise and blame, painful times, pleasant times, So we're sensing this enlivened state of equanimity, dispassion. It's a very powerful, very alive, very intimate, patient state where the heart senses and feels and sees and understands, open-hearted, but doesn't pathologize the messiness, doesn't idealize the beauty, just knows that things come and go. And the expression of this love of equanimity is to be willing to be right in the middle, to be sensitive, to practice being unafraid, to feel, to see, to understand, to allow nature to be nature. So if you need the support of a particular phrase to keep this reflection alive, It can be as simple as, I care about your life, I care about your happiness, but I understand we live in a lawful universe and your happiness or unhappiness arises due to many causes and conditions. Still I care care enough to be close, care enough to offer a very simple wish. May you be at ease, may I be at ease, may we all be at ease with the changing conditions of life. May wisdom and love protect us always. And of course, you might want to shorten that May our hearts be at ease with the 10,000 joys and sorrows. Something, some phrase that evokes both a sense of real connection, 
not being afraid to feel, to connect. And this vast view that things are coming and going due to many causes and conditions. And it isn't really appropriate for us to say no to what's in motion. It's our job to see it, to understand it, and to feel what it's like to be aware, to be moved, to be touched, but to not throw anything out of our heart. And as if, as with all the divine abodes, you'll notice the expansive and beautiful quality of equanimity. May we all be happy and peaceful, and may we know that things are just as they are. Our wisdom that can be intimate with everything, the 10,000 joys and 10,000 sorrows. So find your own way to keep the reflection going for the next 10 minutes or so. Equanimity is really this capacity to love for no good reason, to include everything, all the messiness, all the uncertainty, to hold everything in this expansive, inclusive, understanding presence. We're not trying to get anything from this love of equanimity.
which is why it can be called a generous presence. May we be happy and peaceful. And may we know that things are just as they are now.
So even if you feel like a failure at this equanimity practice, equanimity is that emotional, beautiful emotional quality that knows how to include that too, being a failure at equanimity. Things are the way that they are now. To see that understanding as a kind of love that can include And whatever wholesome quality of equanimity is here, completely give it away to the moment, offer it up. The heart isn't dependent on anything really. Completely content to Radiate this love of equanimity, the love that includes, that understands that this is how it is now. Things are the way that they are. And I care, care enough to be right here in the middle, to be sensitive, awake.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.